Welcome to the Fabric Podcast, where we explore company culture and how it scales as a company grows. Brought to you by the team at The Receptionist, a bootstrapped Denver-based software company. Each episode of Fabric will set out to uncover unique and uncommon answers to the question, how do companies of any size create a culture and core values that employees actually live out? Welcome to episode 100 of the Fabric Podcast. We're back with our director of marketing, Michael Ashford, who reflects on the nearly four years we've produced this show. He highlights our most downloaded episodes, what we've learned from having a podcast this long, the benefits we've seen from the show, and he shares some exciting news about where the show will go from here. Enjoy the episode. All right, Michael, welcome to episode 100 of the podcast. 100. Woo! (laughs) I know. I can't believe it. It feels like it should be a party, like we should have some confetti or something like that. Well, if the listeners are are feeling up for it, they can do that themselves, I guess. Or- yes, absolutely. Celebrate. Do a little dance or, you know, something. You're listening to episode 100. Um, now, we published the first episode back in June 2018, which feels like a lifetime ago for many reasons. Um- <laughs> it really does. My God, I, when, when, we, <laughs> when you sent that to me earlier this week, I was like, no way. We are not yes. coming up four years. (laughs) Yes. So how does it feel to be here on episode 100, nearly four years after launching the podcast? You know, having done podcasts before, uh, it's these milestone moments are always like really special because you get a chance to reflect and just think back to how you started, uh, what, what the topics have been like over the last now 99 episodes and you know, I, I would say getting to episode 100, we had no idea how long this thing would last. It has certainly, if folks have listened since the first episode almost four years ago, it has certainly evolved. The show has certainly changed. We've changed the name, I think, twice. Yep. <laughs> just so, once. I think just once. We started as a check-in. Yep. And now, and then we're the Fabric Podcast and we've been here for a while. All right. Well, then I was thinking of something else, but you might have had an idea that we didn't actually execute, but no, one official name change. Probably, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just introspective, reflective uh, of just all the things that we've covered and done since the show started. Yeah, I mean, it's it's exciting to have, have gone this long and we've done a lot of episodes. Literally, this is number 100. So share with us which ones have been our most popular and what do you think the reasons are for those episodes being interesting to people? Well, before, before we do that, I want to ask you, you've been the host. Uh, what, what's it like for you for oh, I love that for 100 episodes? That's so funny. No one ever asks me the questions I always get to ask. You know, I've loved it. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been on more episodes than anybody, 100 to be exact. Um, I've loved it. I've loved seeing how the company has evolved and what we're talking about, how it's changed. You know, it started with, here's how you check in people and do a good job of that in a front office and the shift to focus on company culture and now our conversations around employee supremacy. I think it really highlights how the company has evolved and what's become important to us. And I've learned so much from every member of the team getting a chance to talk with them over these last four years. So it's been really fun for me. Yeah. Uh, well, you've done a great job. So uh, kudos to you. For sure. Thank <laughs> you. It's been fun. So, okay. So I, we've done a lot of episodes. Let's talk about your favorites. Um, I mean, I, It'd be fun. Any of the listeners, if you have favorites, let us know. But Michael, what do, what do you think have been um, the favorite ones and why? Well, I went back and listened to the most downloaded just to kind of get a start. Um, and that is, you know, the number one episode that has received the most downloads over the last 99 episodes has been our episode on assuming positive intent, episode 71. 
that that I think for a lot of folks here at the receptionist, a lot of our team members, that's one of the biggest changes in company culture that you know we've talked about career trauma before. I think everyone deals with this at work that you can't always assume positive intent that your coworkers have a a tried and true positive intent uh, to how they're approaching you with problems, with challenges, with with opportunities, even perhaps. And so that that episode I think resonated so much and was downloaded so much because it is a little bit of a culture shift, uh, especially here in the states of of assuming positive intent at work. It it's there's a lot of egos at work. There's yeah. a lot of, of folks who are willing to step on the throat of coworkers to get ahead. And that feels really sucky. Yeah. And so our episode on assuming positive intent, I hope, I hope changed some things for some folks. And, and if, if nothing else changed how they show up to work and then having those, those conversations, those courageous conversations at work, yeah, I want to I want to jump in there because I think that, you know, that episode as well. I'm glad you brought it up and it's so listened to because I also think that you can do that in your own personal life and that gives you good practice for doing it in the workplace which can be harder. You know, even in your family and friends interactions, the texts that you're receiving, just assuming positive intent, you know, it it goes a long way in all aspects of life and then I think it actually makes it easier to do that when you're in the workplace and it it can be harder to do that with the people you work with. Even even more so now remote. That's a great point, Sarah. Like we're reading Slack messages and text mm-hmm. messages much more than we are interacting. You know, obviously we we've, we've all got Zoom fatigue. That's entered our vernacular over the last two years. But we're having to dissect meaning and intent through the written word way more than we perhaps used to have to. And we all have this narrative in our head of, well, this person. They and and I, we had a kind of a tiff, you know, three years ago. And ever since then, I have this narrative in my head yeah. of, well, this is how they are, you know, stank face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Dr. Leanne Davy, who's been on the show, she writes a lot about this. She she talks a lot about this and that that narrative voice that we have in our head. We read everything in that voice from that person. And it can be really hard to recognize. Oh, I'm, I may have this wrong here. I need yeah. to assume that they have a good intent here. So I, I appreciate Dr. Leanne Davy being on the show to talk about that as well. Absolutely. What other episodes do you want to highlight as, as favorite other ones? ones. Uh, just going down the list of the top five, way back in episode 32, we talked about a deeper look at our fabric. So actually outlining what fabric even stood for, uh, fun, authentic, bold, respectful, innovative, and collaborative. So that... You know, every every company I think, or almost every company, has core values. This is the first company I've ever been at where everyone can literally recite core the core values and and what they mean. So uh, we were happy to share that one out, and that obviously is now the name of the show. So yeah. okay, I'm I'm glad that one is popular with people, yeah. and I think yeah, to really just be clear on who we are and what we stand for, and and show that it isn't just words and it's not just talk, but it really is what we live out and what we strive to be. It's one of the things whenever a new employee comes into the company, it's it's always kind of the barrier that they have to get over the most is like, is this company like for real? Do they re- like mm-hmm. so many of our our new hires have listened to episodes of this show and they, they're like, yeah, it, it, I remember Andy Thompson when on our sales team, she said multiple times, it took me several months to kind of like make sure that this was legit talk and not just 
oh, our core values, they're up yeah. on the wall. <laughs> Way even further back, episode 11 with a customer of ours, Sarah Suzuki. Uh, we did a spotlight on her and yeah. her receptionist. Uh, in episode 11, way back, I think it was still called the check-in at that time. Yep. And she's been such an amazing advocate for the receptionist and what we do. So to have her as the the third ranked or most downloaded episode of this podcast is super, super cool. I'm, I'm happy she's in the top five there. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, that was, that was a fun conversation with her. A uh, couple others. Number four, the fourth most downloaded episode was how to excel at remote work. That was episode 70. Uh, no surprise there. As that episode came out, we were all trying to figure out remote work. <laughs> a lot of, you'll, some of this is like thematic to the, the time in history that we're living yeah. in because episode five is also um, all staff meetings, how to not make them suck. That was back in episode 12. Now that was again before COVID times, but yeah. Just, yeah, that work life, that work culture, and, and certainly now adapting to what we've been through, going through the last two years. That's an interesting part, Sarah, is doing this show through this time and, and having it be a show about company culture and treating employees right. It's been interesting as even what a company looks like and what, how it's comprised. We've, we've had to adapt with that as well. And you've seen the evolution of that on the show. Absolutely. But I think, you know, going back that one of our still most downloaded was so early on about meetings, you know, our culture has been what it is for a very long time and it continues to evolve and strengthen. But yeah, even pre-pandemic, right? And pre-remote work, all of these things were very important to us. So it's great that we've had these resources and things that people can listen to um, as maybe their work shifts and they're not around the people they used to work with. And they want to know more about how to make their meetings not suck because that is an important one. It is. And, and that you hit on a great point. I hope, I hope these last 99 episodes have helped, uh, that, that they have helped get through this time, that they have inspired folks. Uh, that's, that's the goal. One other episode that I definitely want to mention that's in our top 10, uh, so it fell just outside the top five, was another conversation that we had with a, another customer of ours, Dr. Ajeta Robinson. Yeah. How to have uh, having courageous conversations about race and diversity uh, that happened not too long after the George Floyd murder in 2020, and of course we were also dealing with the pandemic and the political turmoil that was going on, and you know that that has always been as as a member of the leadership team here at the receptionist we have we have continued those conversations uh, to be cognizant of the fact that we're not as diverse as as we would like to be from a, a race standpoint, from gender, sexuality, we, we want to make sure that we are representative of the, the population that we serve with our product uh, who runs the gamut, right? So that episode being so high up there and one that sticks in my mind of just how important that conversation was, I'm really glad we were able to have that, uh, that conversation here on this show. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that segues into kind of the next thought is that by doing this podcast for so long, there have been a lot of opportunities for learning and growth, both within the show and the conversations we have and the thinking about the podcast outside of the show. So what have we learned along the way and, and how have we tried to grow the show? That's a great question. I mean, we've, we kind of hit on the, the name change. You know, it wasn't that people wanted to learn how to check people in <laughs> at the, or, or make run an efficient office. That that was a that was a test. We'll be very honest. That was a test. That was a just let's get a show out there and start iterating on it. 
once we kind of hit on the idea that, hey, we're we're really talking a lot about fabric and about our core values, and, and we made the name change to the fabric podcast, that kind of helped set us on a path to get us to the point where we are today, where we're we're continuing to narrow the focus. And you've heard over the last several episodes now, probably over the last 10 episodes, really Andy coming on and talking about our uh, his push for employee supremacy and our just cause and the things that this company is trying to do to set a model for others. We understand we have to be successful for that model to be looked at and viewed as something that wants to be repeated. But that that's probably been the biggest learning for me, at least. I don't know about you. I'd love to hear your your thoughts too, Sarah's. Uh, just the the continued iteration of the message and where we want to focus this. And that that goes into what we're going to do moving forward is really continue to dig deep and use this, use this show as a platform for talking about employee supremacy, trying to change the model from simply shareholder supremacy. This will be a platform for that. But I'd, I'd love to hear from you. Like, what about yeah. you? What have you learned? <laughs> I, I've learned a lot. And I, I would agree that in the last um, handful of months, as, as we have talked more about employee supremacy, but even, even earlier than that, because we've been talking about how to take care of your team and how to create you know, a good work environment. It's given me a lot of food for thought when in an opportunity to manage other people, how do you help them feel successful? How do you give them autonomy? How do you create a positive working environment for everybody? So yeah, I really enjoyed, especially hearing Andy's perspective, the talks we've had about Simon Sinek. Um, all of that has been really interesting to have conversations about and then continue to mull over and consider in my role, how can I use that? Because it's it's really important that we take care of the people that, that we work with and that we create strong work environments. So I've enjoyed that a lot. And I continue to think about those things long after we finish recording. That's awesome. Love that. <laughs> yeah. Now, I know we've all enjoyed the podcast, but where does it fit into the company and what benefit have you seen from it? So that's been an interesting kind of evolution. We, you know, full transparency and honesty. That's what I love about the show is we're, we have these conversations internally and then we turn around and tell <laughs> all the listeners about a lot of the, the details of what we talk about here internally. We started the show as I think a lot of B2B marketing type podcasts go to uh, really be a brand play to get people to learn more about us through the power of podcasts and in hopes that, yeah, that they, they check out what we do in the visitor management system that we provide. What was the question? I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, where does it fit in and what are the benefits? Yeah. So it hasn't <laughs> been that, like it hasn't been that as, as, and as a marketer, it pains me to say that, but it, it really hasn't. What it has been, it has been a a wonderful platform. It's been a wonderful platform to spread a message of how we as people are trying to operate this company. I think a lot of businesses and brands are kind of seen as the business or the brand. I love the fact that we've been able to have Scott and Delyn and Tom and Andy and just all so many of the Kayla, so many of the team on this show to, to actually put a voice to the, the people who are trying to make this engine run. The other thing that it's done is it has been a fantastic recruiting tool. Like uh, how, many, how many folks have come on over the last four years, if I think about it, almost all of them in their interviews have said, I listened to the show and yeah. I knew this is where I wanted to be. And 
So you, you just can run down the list of folks that we've introduced on this show as new hires. They're still with us. Our, our retention rate on employees is incredibly high. Um, Lila, our recruiter, she does a phenomenal job. And this show is a huge part of making sure that we find candidates who align with fabric. Mm-hmm. And that, that I think was unanticipated when we first started the show. Yeah, absolutely. So given where we started nearly four years ago and how it's evolved and that it didn't exactly do what you thought, but it's doing these really great things. Where does the show go from here? Well, that's, that's kind of the, the drum roll, please moment. Yeah. <laughs> This is your last episode as the host it is. of the Fabric Podcast. And, and, you know, Fabric, the A in Fabric is authentic and full authenticity and transparency. You're not a full-time employee of The Receptionist. Uh, you work with a fantastic, amazing company called Audience Ops that has produced this show through 100 episodes. And it, we're at the point where uh, we're going to bring the show in-house. I'm going to host the show. And we're going to also scale back on the amount of episodes, perhaps lengthen them out a little bit, utilize our studio space as we start to get back into the office a little bit more and not quite as remote as, uh, as we have been over the last couple of years, and just continue to bang this drum of employee supremacy, our just cause to build a world where company profits are used to be in service of employees in the community. And where that takes us. I'm excited for the conversations, but I just want to thank you, Sarah, for it. You have woven yourself into the fabric of this show, our company so splendidly that um, it's, it's bittersweet. You know, I, yeah. I do want to take the show and, and move it into another new phase, but uh, just thank you for all the work that you've done to host the show through hundred episodes. Well, thank you. It's been a lot of fun. And I feel like it's a little bit of the best kept secret, right? That I'm not fully a team member, but I I feel like one. And it really has been so enjoyable. And we really appreciate you giving Audience Offs the opportunity to produce this show for four years. And it really has, I think, affected me and my leadership there so much. So it's been such a nice synergy. And we are excited to see where the show goes from here with you taking it in-house. And with the focus, it makes absolute sense. So we're excited to see where it goes from here as well. So what are your final thoughts as you go on to the next phase of the podcast? And I will miss all of you. It's been very fun. As of now, I can say I've been on the most episodes. So <laughs> it's been great. It's nice to wrap up at 100. Um, but what are, you, what are you thinking or feeling as you go into this next phase? Yeah, just uh, excitement to kind of plan out. We, we haven't come up with a, a, like, this is exactly how it's going to go yet. We'll figure that out. There may be some I, I produce podcasts in my own time, so I'm excited to get my hands on this one, uh, you know, full time. And James will be uh, our our creative manager, our creative, yeah, creative manager. He'll be kind of the one producing behind the scenes a lot. We'll get in our studio more. I'm excited to be in studio with other members of the team, and yeah, just just continuing to use this as a platform to share a, a really important, needed message. I mean, again. We, if we look back to, it seems like every week there is a, another example that we can point to and say, that feels like an icky business practice. Um, you know, the, the, the CEO a few, a few weeks ago that laid off 900 employees over Zoom. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's icky. That's terrible. What's happened recently with Peloton, yeah. uh, the, the, 
thousands of people that have lost their jobs there. Um, you know, we don't know the intricate details there of, of those situations, but we can see the outcomes and we hope to be a voice to show a, another, another way, another way that, that business can, and we think should be done. And, and Andy, our CEO is leading that charge. And, uh, we're excited to, to continue to build on the platform that he's set for us. Great. Well, this wraps up episode 100. And I think we're all excited to see where the next, who knows how many go. So Michael, thanks for your time. And thank you so much for the opportunity to host the podcast. Thanks so much for all you do, Sarah. Thank you again for joining us for our 100th episode. Whether this is the first time you've listened to the Fabric Podcast or the 100th episode, we're glad to have you here. If you'd like to watch a recording of today's episode, visit us at thereceptionist.com.